Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Hello, my love. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It's an honor and pleasure to have you with us again. Today, we're diving deeper into how to connect with your body. So this is really about the foundations of the last week's episode of body-based healing. How do you start? What are the foundations? And how can you deepen your connection with your body? Connecting with your body might be super easy for you. Maybe you've been doing it for a long time time maybe you've always been doing that and your connection with your body has always been here and maybe you've always been a super head person like super in your head all the time and those steps that I'm sharing today might be a bit more difficult or feel more difficult in the beginning but trust me you will get there I always like I used to be such a self-critic and so much in my head and I have so many clients who all their life have been super heady and for them in the beginning when we started working together it felt super hard but they stayed with it and within the first few sessions they already changed their lives because they allowed themselves to go all in so even when you do these exercises and your mind is like coming in let your mind be here but focus on the things that I will be sharing focus on your body focus on your breath and more of the things that I'll be sharing in a minute Before we start, the Remembering the Goddess Retreat in Mallorca has three last spots open. This is a five-day women's retreat to awaken, remember, and embody the goddess within. Remembering your truth, remembering your love, your power, your sacredness, your pleasure, your sexuality. Remembering again what it means to be fully connected with you. Remembering how to connect with your heart, with your body, and what it is that you as a whole being, not just as a persona, not just as a body, not just as your name, you as a whole being want and are remembering again how powerful, how sacred, how beautiful you are beyond the stories of what you have believed in your life from society, from your parents, from ex-lovers. This is a five-day retreat, which is so sacred. It's a beautiful group of women who come together to devote themselves to themselves again. We focus on our bodies, on our pleasure, and we do so beautiful ceremonies that guide you back home to yourself. For those five days, there's nothing else that you have to do. Your phones will be away. You will have no distractions. We'll be on a beautiful, sacred, huge private land, which is just ours. We can be naked tanning. We can scream and shout into our sacred ceremonies. And there's nothing to do than to connect with yourself, with your beautiful feminine energy and release all the shame, the guilt and the old stories that we have believed. You'll enter this retreat one way and you will walk out of the retreat completely transformed. It's it's such a huge, it's such a powerful portal where for five days, because we do such deep healing work, it completely changes your life. The retreat of 2022, which just happened around seven, eight weeks ago, we just had a retreat integration call and the women just shared how much those 
these have completely transformed their lives. They're new women. They have a whole new glow and a whole new way of holding themselves and being with themselves and honoring and loving themselves. So if you're ready to really remember the goddess within you and embody the goddess within you, not just remember and then forget throughout the day, but actually embody and live as the powerful, beautiful goddess that you are, DM me to learn more about the retreat or click the link in the show notes to learn more about the retreat. We only have three spots left. The first eight spots were claimed within five days. So the spots are going super fast. I really recommend if you know and feel you want to be here, grab your spot and you get immediate access to SSM, the online course where you are guided step by step to release shame and guilt immediately. So when you sign up, you immediately get access to the online course, Sensual Sexuality Mastery, and you can start working on this topic already. And then the retreat will just be like this whole new level. And if you're more the one-on-one person, I have a few spots left in my four-month and six-month mentorship. This is where we meet two or three times per month for sacred ceremonies that are tailored to you, to your needs, to your desires, to what you are ready to embody and release. And there's a lot of a lot of bonuses in there as well. If you want to know more about the mentorship, the ME mentorship, and we'll start talking. I'm so excited to meet you. And if you feel like, okay, I want to, but I'm not sure. And you're not sure about like a whole commitment of four or six months. I also have one-on-one 90-minute sessions open. You can click the link in my show notes to book your spot. And I'm so excited to meet you. Let's dive into today's episode. How to start connecting with your body. My first question is, how is your connection with your body right now? Do you check in with yourself every day, multiple times per day? Or do you not even notice your body and what your body is feeling? Is it something in between? What is your connection with your body like right now? Did you ever learn anything about connecting with your body? Because most of us grew up in a society where everyone always tells us to not cry and to not be so sensitive and all these things. And it's a very heady performance-based society. And to start feeling what is your relationship with your heart like? What is your relationship with your emotions like? Do you notice when your body is feeling anxious or stressed or emotional or just weird? Do you notice when your body is feeling different types of ways during the day? Do you notice that? If yes, how do you respond to that? Or is your body coming in and just distracting yourself with um, with the phone, with things to do, with no, don't think about it, it's fine, and then obsessing over something in the past or in the future? What is your mind doing as soon as you do notice something in your body being active? You can start journaling on all the ways that your relationship with your body has been throughout the years and really ask yourself um, what it's been like and with which body parts maybe you've had more of a difficult quote-unquote relationship. For example, I used to hold so much shame around my belly. I would judge my belly every single day, all day, trying to suck it in, trying to not have a belly, trying to work it out away. (laughs) Um, exercise it away, all the things. So really journal on all of these questions. And then the three basics of Tantra and of, of, of somatic healing really are sound, breath, and movement. So can you 
breathe deeper into into your belly how do you breathe most of us breathe the, just from the nose into our um into our heart so we have a very shallow breath but and that makes us more stressed and less connected with our bodies but if we can deepen our breath into our belly and feel how our belly is expanding <sighs> We immediately feel more grounded, a bit more relaxed, a bit more here in the present moment. So can you allow your belly to actually expand when you breathe in and flatten a bit when you exhale? We've always learned that our belly needs to be flat and we shouldn't have a belly. But most of us, especially as women, we do have a little bit of a belly, like already because of the reason that we have a womb that is like in our lower belly, like, of course, our belly is going to stand out a little bit. That's totally okay. We need to breathe. We need to be alive. Um, I really needed to learn that there's more important things than to have a super flat belly and that I actually don't even really want to have a super flat belly. There's people for whom it's more natural to have a super flat belly. That's so beautiful. And then a lot of us women, we were physically on an evolution perspective we were made to make babies so our belly was never really made to be super flat so first step breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth breathe into your belly and let the breath also fully go i also have some clients who have trouble with then let, like they can breathe in um well but actually releasing the breath is harder and that also can come from like a releasing control right like <gasps> i want to hold on to the breath i want to hold on to things really notice what is your relationship with your breath like and you can do that by being aware throughout the day how are you breathing how are you breathing with certain within certain situations and moments like when when a stressful situation is coming up in in your workspace or if a hard conversation is coming up or if you're just being with yourself and feeling bored or just like going about life like what is your relationship with your breath like in all those different moments what is your relationship with your breath like when you're on a date how are you breathing when you're on a date all these things and then the second thing is making sounds, allowing yourself to make sounds. When you, when we again look at society, if I am somewhere and I start to make like, <sighs> do things like that or start like making sounds, we have learned to be as quiet and as small as possible in society, right? We've learned to not stand out, to not be like super special in a way of, be normal we've learned to be normal to don't be too loud don't be too quiet but don't be too loud like that's more important don't be too loud don't say the wrong thing don't do this don't do this don't stand out so we have learned to also suppress and not listen to our body's instincts if something is feeling like too much for me i exhale the first thing i do is exhale loudly make sounds breathe deeper and i kind of like flick and shake my arms to release that stagnant energy but this is exactly something that we were learned to not do right like don't stand out don't make sounds be quiet be small be normal be like the others so what is your relationship with making sounds like and especially with breathing allow yourself to make sounds it also relaxes our vagus nerve it relaxes our 
it brings us into our parasympathetic state, into our more relaxed nervous system state when we make sounds, when we breathe deeper. The next thing is allowing yourself to move. I used to be so self-conscious with dancing and I didn't I didn't really have a phase of going out too much, but those few times where I did like go out a lot, I was really self-conscious about dancing. And for a lot of people, a lot of us are really self-conscious when we go party or when we're dancing. And that's I, I believe one of the big reasons why we need to drink a lot of alcohol so that we kind of numb out that fear of what I look like and then we can feel like we can dance freely. So what is your relationship with movement like? Do you allow your body to move in ways that it wants to move? Do you allow your body to stretch? Do you allow, allow your body to be big? Also meaning do you allow your belly to be to be full to when you're like to kind of just stand there just be there or do you always suck your belly in because you feel like you need to be uh, like tense and like be small because that is a big thing that I learned like if we're always sucking in our belly we're also subconsciously telling ourselves we cannot be big we cannot be the way we are we need to make ourselves smaller and make ourselves quote-unquote more perfect of course that isn't true what is your relationship with movement like? What is your relationship with dance like? I used to dance as a little child. My first passion was figure skating, so ice skating and doing the competitions and dancing. These are my two first passion, passions in life. And dancing there, as a child, I, I did like it, but I also did get a bit more self-conscious as soon as I had to dance in front of other people. And so how can we bring in movement into our life again? All my clients make time for themselves to be and to move. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes on a hectic day, we work so deeply on making time for yourself because that is so important. Making time to move your body the way your body wants to move is so important. Not meaning to dance to the music in the club and be in the rhythm. Fuck the rhythm. <laughs> How does your body want to move in that moment? So we really put a big emphasis on allowing your body to move you the way it wants to move. Can you make five minutes a day where you just start moving your body the way it wants to move? This can start with just stretching, observing in which body part of my body am I feeling tension and stress, which body part feels really tensed up and like, I don't get any air there. That's where we start. That's where we start to breathe into that body part. Maybe it's your belly. Maybe it's your shoulders. Maybe your back is feeling really stiff. Maybe your heart is like, oh, like... I don't get any air, how can you start breathing into that body part and then slowly moving from that body part? This can be super small stretches. Again, it doesn't have to be dance, like dancing in the sense of clubbing or or in the sense of choreography. It's just like, it's more how can I breathe into that tensed up body part and move that body part from there. And this is often the space where the mind starts to come in and is like, this is weird, this is stupid, this is not helping anything. If you're a very heady person, this will likely start in the beginning of you doing this work. Your mind will start coming in and kind of try to bring you out. But one big reason why a lot of society is a super heady 
person is because it doesn't feel safe to be in the body. So we first need to start creating a safe container within the body so that the mind can start to shush a little bit more. And this is exactly what I do with my clients in my one-on-one sessions and in the mentorship and in our ceremonies and in, and in the retreat and in all the things that I do to create safety in the body so you can be more in the body and the mind can learn that it's safe to be a little bit more quiet. The mind will always be there. It's important for the mind to be here. We learn so many things from the mind and we need to learn how to be more in our bodies if we want to have a if we want to live a life where we feel free and liberated where we feel like we can be ourselves so that we can feel connected with the present moment if we are super heady people we will never allow ourselves to be in the present moment because our mind will try to bring us out of the present moment all the time Speaking of the present moment, the first book that I read, or better, I listened to the audiobook that really, 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 really helped me to grasp the concept of being in the present moment is called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's, I was listening to that, to that audiobook while I was walking through the city and I really understood of what it means to be here because most of us are in our mind either in the past thinking about the past what we did wrong how we felt kind of pitting ourselves in the past or we are in the future thinking about the future being either scared or kind of like just being either scared or trying to run away from the present moment but we need to learn how to be here how to be here where everything is happening because life is happening in the now life is not happening in the future and life is not happening in the past what happened in the past already happened it's gone what happens in the future can only happen in the future you have you cannot now be in the future the only thing you can do now is being here right also when you look at life do you have any problems right now in this very moment even if you have exams coming up if you have money issues if you have issues with a a partner or with family yes all these things exist but in this very moment right now in this very second do you have any problems no you only have problems or think you have problems if you think about the future or about the past but in this moment right now you don't have them if you only focus on this moment right here so if this topic is is coming up for you, I highly recommend read the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I will link it in the description box. And um, coming back to moving with your body, when the mind is coming in and you're kind of breathing into that tensed up body part and you're starting to move with that and your, your mind is coming in, can you let your mind just talk and still breathe? It's okay if your mind is still talking in the beginning, it will be really hard to get the mind out of the way. So we won't even try to do that. We will let the mind be here. It's okay, mind, if you're here. It's okay. You can keep talking, but I'll be focusing on my breath right now. These are the things. This is the exact sentence that I used to tell myself over and over and over again and still do when it's feeling hard to be in the body and when the mind wants to come up. You can always come back to the mind. The mind will not run away. The mind will always be here. But for the next 30 minutes that I want to focus on my body, I'll focus on my body. My mind will be there after 30 minutes. But for right now, let's focus on the body. One of my other favorite things to do with clients is touch different body parts. And you can do with, for example, when you're moving, you touch that body part of yours that is feeling tensed up and breathe like with the touch and and the touch can support you in breathing into that body part. 
doing all these exercises with your eyes closed and then um, or even using a blindfold and then the next part is having your eyes closed and then using one hand and very slowly and gently moving with one or two fingers along your other hand using the fingertips the fingernails and going super slowly just making different circles or touching kind of exploring your body with the hand that is moving and then moving across your arm and going super slowly you're going slow and then go even slower and then go even slower and then even slower and even slower and then even slower and then you're there um so really super super slow you're doing both right like you're receiving the touch and you're also giving the touch can you can you observe both things and can you observe what it feels like to receive that touch this is this might be one of the most powerful exercises especially if it's really hard for you to get into the body because there's you're you're feeling so much and you're also focusing on something different than just the breath I highly recommend, if you didn't already, to also listen to episode 21, Somatic Healing and the Importance of Nervous System Regulation. And what else? And last week's episode, and I have so many more episodes that do focus on the body. If you're curious about this topic, listen to them and really do the practices. Don't just listen to the podcast, please. Also do it. Also integrate it. That's where the real magic happens. Because with the podcast, you get those new seeds and those new sparks, which are so great and so important. And then like the deepening, the integration happens when you're actually doing these things. And if you desire support and want to be guided, message me. We can do this together. You don't have to do this alone. And the last thing is the overall foundation of awareness. No matter what we do, awareness is always the first step. It's always the first foundation. So as I shared, really being aware and observing how your body is feeling, how you're breathing, how you're being throughout the day. So this is really the core of somatic and tantric healing. Of course, within somatic and tantric healing, there's so much more that we do, but this is where we start and we can go even deeper into what are the memories that we store in the body. Why is my body so tense? All these things. And that's exactly what we do in those sessions. So my love, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it really supported you. If it did, please let me know. DM me on Instagram. I always love hearing from you so much. And if you have more questions that you want me to cover, please DM me. And if you really like today's episode, you can take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram and tag me at soulcoachnikira. That will really support me and my team in growing our message and getting our message out there. I love you and I will see you soon in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at soulcoachnikira on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family, and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.